0: The guys behind the From Corner to Corner podcast are diving deep into Montgomery County High School sports with the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner. Join us as we talk local high school athletics with your local coaches. Whether you're a student athlete or a screaming fan, this is the place to turn to get the inside scoop before the next big game. And now it's time for the show with Sean Kuyper. Neil Payne, Adam Muncie, and Wes Crouch. I can feel it coming in the air
1: tonight. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh. I've been waiting for this moment to run my
0: life. Hey, welcome back, friends, to this week's episode of Community Trust Bank's Coach's Corner presented. To you from Corner to Corner Podcast. Sean is out celebrating his daughter's upcoming graduation. Woo! Congratulations, I mean, Congratulations. We didn't think she was going to make it, but she did. <laughs> so this week it's it's Wes, Adam, and myself, and we're joined by head coach of the Montgomery County High School swim team, Lainey Neal. Lainey, welcome to the Backroom Studios.
1: Thank you very much.
0: So, why don't you start off by introducing yourself? Just tell us a little bit about you.
1: Well, my name is Lainey Neal. I've lived in Mount Sterling for 28 years. I started coaching the high school swim team in 2004, which means 19 years I've done this. Wow. I know. I'm the longest tenured coach at the high school by a lot.
2: Hey, Uh, (laughs) that's pretty impressive. It it is, especially nowadays. (laughs) Right.
1: Well, there aren't a lot of people who really want my job. it's not the easiest thing in the world to coach a sport where you have no facility in your town. So there's not people lined out the door that want to coach high school swimming in a, in a dry town, as we call it. Right. Um, I have three kids that are all grownups now, but all grew up swimming from Montgomery County. And my youngest Hank was actually on the team when we added diving to the mix. So he was one of our original divers as well. Um, my husband, Steve's an attorney here in town. And that's about it. We're pretty boring.
0: I, well, I mean, but you're rooted deep here in the community.
1: We are deeply rooted. Like I said, we've been here 28 years. We came to Mount Sterling with the thought that maybe we'd live here a year or two and go back to Lexington. And 28 years later, I wouldn't have raised my kids anywhere else.
3: Right. Awesome. Cool. Um, so, Coach the Swim Team, um, how long have you been doing that? 19 years. And how? How did you get into doing that?
1: <laughs> I had coached swimming actually before we moved here, and part of what got us here was the Ratliff family and a few other t- families in town I knew through swimming. We had come, a, you know, we'd cross paths gotcha. through the years as I was coaching as a younger kid. I actually once told Jennifer Ratliff I would not move here for a million dollars, and she took great <laughs> joy in the call that I had to make to her to ask her to put in a good word for my at that point boyfriend who was interviewing for a job out here, um, but so swim actually had a lot to do with us getting here, you know, we Got
2: you.
1: we knew some people, it was a little intimidating moving to a small town where you don't really know anyone, but because we did have some contacts through swimming, it was a little easier. And then the high school thing started, as I um, Katie McKenna, who's married now and I forget her married name, but she was a junior in high school and had been doing summer swim with me on and off for years. And she basically just bullied me and Phil Risen into starting a high school team and said, we have to do this. And there were nine of them the first year, um, going ranging from my fourth grade son to a couple of juniors on the team that year. It was pretty funny. So the
3: high schools had a team for?
1: Well, officially, we've had a team for 19 years. We had a right. few individuals who competed previously. Okay. Um, the Ratliff kids swam as as Montgomery County Indians, but they were you know, just them. And okay. then Jennifer Robert Steger also swam, represented Montgomery County a few years.
3: Gotcha. Okay.
0: Well, it's funny that you mentioned Dr. Byron, Byron Ratliff. Uh, Laney knows this story because <laughs> our paths crossed about 14 years ago 13 14 years ago when i moved to this county and i was coaching girls soccer and to get employed by the high school you had to have a physical well i'm new here i didn't know anybody so i call the ad at the time bart rising and i'm like hey bart i need a physical no doctor here in town is taking new patients and he's like give me five minutes i'll call you back so he calls me back gives me an address says show up here i said okay (laughs) so i show up they call me back. I'm sitting in the room. I start looking at the posters on the wall, and I'm like, "What kind of place am I at?" <laughs> it was Doctor Byron Ratliff who not
3: do a physical. He Dr. delivers <laughs> babies. For those of you that don't
0: know, so he is a female doctor, and he looked at the sheet and he goes, "I don't know why Bart always does this to me. I don't know, I don't know how to fill these things out." And he, he said, "Do you feel healthy?" And I was like, "Yes, sir." And he's like. Good enough for me. Signed up on it and said, there you go. That so my, my first physical in town was from Dr. Byron Ratliff.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to tell a story on my husband. The first year we moved here, he got really sick over Christmas, and we didn't have doctors in town. And it's the week between Christmas and New Year's. Yep. No one works. And... Um, I finally just called Jennifer hysterical I said I can't find anyone to see him and I don't know what to do she goes send him to Byram's office we'll get it taken care of right, yeah. <laughs> so poor Steve had to go get diagnosed with strep throat at the gynecologist <laughs> yep, yep, so, yep. the Ratliff's are good friends to the athletes it, they, of our county
0: <laughs> they, they are good friends to the community in general there's no telling how many of those kind of situations Dr. Ratliff's done in his time so tell us how last season went for you guys
1: Last season was pretty good. We, um, You know, swim regionals are not aligned the same as, as most sports, so we compete in the Lexington Regional, which is Region 8, um, traditionally the one of the stronger regions in the state. Um, we finished sixth in the region, which might not sound great, but, you know, you're dealing with Catholic Dunbar, right. Henry Clay, who usually battle for the state combined title every year. Um Lafayette is pretty much out of our league at this point in time. But, you know, we beat beat Frederick Douglass and Bryan Station and Mason County and Scott County and Great Crossing, which not very many sports can say they do that consistently. We also beat GRC.
3: um. Yeah! (laughs) Yeah! Take that! <laughs> that's, that's that's all that matters for
1: so, I think 14 straight years. Well, and is
2: that is why that is why Lane Neal is the most tenured head coach in Montgomery County. <laughs> <laughs> you need a shirt that says that probably.
1: <laughs> well, I would, but they're getting pretty good. They're getting. Little, I'm getting a little worried about the next few <laughs> years. They've got this amazing year-round program building up over there, and we have a lot of kids that compete there too. But unfortunately he has to let Clark County kids on the team as well so <laughs> it's uh um, it's going to be fun both of our teams are going to end up being really good for mm-hmm. small town schools but I have taken great joy in many years of winning that battle it will eat me alive if it ever doesn't go my way right. um, now I can strategize with the best of them so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take my chances <laughs> but, but they're gonna they're improving rapidly Good. Neil knows I'm pretty good on strategy. I I would sometimes have to look at him after some soccer games and say, Can we think about something, maybe, please? <laughs> maybe,
0: maybe we should try this.
1: Maybe. Still a little salty over penalty kicks. <laughs>
0: yeah. she And and listen, I, I, I've grown up and matured enough to say she was usually right. So
2: But at the time you wouldn't admit she was right.
1: I was a dumb soccer mom. What are you talking yeah, about?
2: Well, right. Your coach, But, hey, Wes, I did not admit I was wrong.
0: I just said she was right.
2: That's, right. A, that's a good point.
0: <laughs> I'm okay with that one.
1: Because <laughs> I,
0: okay. I, I tell Wes all the time, he, I was like, if I ever have a reason to, to that I'm wrong, I'll admit that I'm wrong. But usually not. No, you weren't wrong. No, I just you just needed a tad
1: more different guidance. Different perspective. I needed a tad more guidance.
0: It's
3: all about perspective. <laughs> it is. So, it, you know, sort of, you know, you talk about how, um the team did really well this year you know it, to bring up the elephant in the room all those all those elephants um, don't swim once well you <laughs> yes, never know do.
1: yes they do they don't paddle
3: oh see <laughs> proven <laughs> wrong hey <laughs> listen you come for
2: the sports, you stay for the facts
3: <laughs> obviously the lexington schools have much more you know access, it's, it's, access. access. perfect thank you um where do you all go the to practice the
1: swimmers practice in Winchester okay at College Park okay. which is a, a small but lovely indoor facility over there and then the divers practice at Transy because um, we are really in a diving board isolation zone we don't even have an outdoor diving board right. um, so you know these the kids have to they have to really want to do sure. it yeah and you know we're blessed with great parents the school's as supportive as they can be right for not having a facility right you know, they don't give us any grief about rental time or any of that kind of thing you know we're we are treated as well as we can be but there's no pool you know, yeah, right. you know it'd be really nice if we could just say hey let's everybody run down to the pool after school and let's have practice instead of everybody having to find a ride to Winchester and right. or Lexington and figure all that out
3: right I mean you know I knew when they had and I guess they still have the Gators. I'm not really sure. Oh
1: yeah, we but can so, talk about that too. In okay, uh, yeah. and
3: you know, and we and we, you know, they did practice at the city pool where it used to be because, I guess it was a, you know, I mean, you had meets there.
1: Oh yeah, we could have meets at that pool actually.
3: You could have the meets at the new pool now. We cannot. Okay, at the at the old pool. You <laughs> at could. The, the old, old pool, pool you did. we could. Yeah,
1: there were some slight design flaws in the new pool that have made it tough for us to host meets there.
2: Like size.
1: Yes, it's. <laughs> Pools either come in yards or meters, and indoor pools are yards, and outdoor pools are meters. Yeah. I don't know why. That's just how it is in America. Um, but for whatever reason, we built our outdoor pool yards. In yards. Uh, now, if we ever get around to enclosing it in any fashion, that'll be fabulous for high school season. Sure. <laughs> but it, um, it makes it tough right now. For and fast- there's no diving boards. So, you know, we compete in a, in a summer league also that has diving.
3: When is high school season?
1: It's a winter sport, so we go mid-October through okay. late February. So
3: everything's indoor. Yes. I got you. I got you. Yes,
1: there is a large. There, well, there is a contingent. I won't say large contingent of us that would love to see it move to the fall. Sure. Because then you could actually take advantage of some of the outdoor facilities in the state to at least get your season started. Absolutely. Conditioning and things like that, but it's it's pretty deeply seated as a winter sport.
0: Well, I mean, as a fall sport you could, that would probably allow other schools that wouldn't otherwise have the availability to have a swim team that now you can get
1: outdoor practice Exactly. In. Anyway, so. Right. You could so, at least, you could at least expand to some, a few different people. Course, right. You know, then I, I've always relied very heavily on girls volleyball and, you know, soccer players right. to swim, but you know, then that opens up basketball players. So whenever swim is, it's going to always be tough competing with other sports, but as far as facilities it'd be great for us if we could function more like golf and wrap our season up sure but you know mid-october it's still warm enough to swim Absolutely. in kentucky really most of the time in mid-october it's a little cold but you know they're going fast it'll be right. All
3: right
0: just swim faster <laughs> just be quiet it'll be your all cold right. speed up <laughs> kick harder
1: it'll be fun um, but i don't see that anywhere real close on the horizon
3: so i mentioned the gators yes is that is that one of the better ways to get, you know, the mindset into young uh, young people of, hey, we do have a swim team now. You know, we've had individuals in the past. We've got a swim right. team now and, and you know, go good. out for that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We, um, the Gators restarted in 2021 okay. um, after the old city pool shut down, you know, basically went on hiatus for a while. And then we were all fired up for 2020 and obviously right. that didn't go as planned but so this will be year three of the of the rebooted gators and last year we had 150 kids on the team oh nice it's um it is absolutely amazing how much the community embraces swimming um gators is fun you know we we upped our game a little when we rebuilt the team we moved to a more difficult conference that does include diving and so bigger faster teams but also really fun places we go mostly to country clubs so the parents are just having a big old time enjoying themselves every week nice. and we do we do swim all on the road unfortunately because of the no right. diving board and the, the pool size being a little off but
3: but you mainly do, I mean, a lot of those meets are where? Clark County?
1: Um, We go to mostly mostly Lexington. We hit um, Georgetown at least once. Last year we did go to Danville, which that's a long way, but we don't have to go to Danville this year. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things that, you know, there's always jokes at swim meets, you can buy t-shirts that say, if I only have one day to live, I hope I spend it on a swim meet because they last forever and and that is that is true but it is fun I mean and the great thing about swim is everybody competes every time and that that's including high school you know it doesn't really matter how fast or slow you are we're not limited in how many people we can enter well at regionals we are but in our regular season meets we can put everybody in the water at least twice and usually we can even get everybody on a relay so even if you're not you know one of the top performers You've got a chance every single time to show you that you're improving your time. You know, we really encourage, especially the little kids, to learn to track their time so they they really understand growth even if they're still getting a pink ribbon instead of a blue one. If you've dropped five seconds over the course of right. the summer, you have something to be really proud of. And that's one of the really cool things about swim.
0: Well, so I have a lanky thirteen year old now that at one time wasn't a lanky and he was a lanky thirteen year old, he was more of a shy Six-year-old, maybe 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 a little bit older than that, and he swam for I Gators remember. one year. Terrified when he first started, absolutely terrified. And uh, my wife would have to get in the pool with him a lot of times, and they would sing a song. She would sing with him that because he would be crying. I mean, just sobbing. And she, you know, if you're crying, then you're breathing. If you're breathing, then like so. It was this whole. I can't remember what the whole thing was, <laughs> but it ended with. And if you're breathing, you you're you're not going to die or something like head. that. <laughs> is is how the is how the whole song went. He was. To talk about the meets, you could see growth through him throughout the whole season. He was in one; he was at one meet that he was going to win the race that he was in. <laughs> A kid that was terrified of the water. Find out his favorite thing to do was go to the bottom and sit on the bottom of the pool. And he was swimming, he was ahead of the kid, and he just sat on the bottom of the pool. And we're like, You gotta swim, you gotta <laughs> swim. The kid was ho- the other kid he was racing against was holding on to like the the, the line. The lane line. So, pulling himself. Scott would just sit down, and he'd get up and he'd swim a little bit and he'd go back to the bottom. The kid beat him. I'm like, You gonna beat by a kid that's pulling on the lane line because you like to sw- sit on the bottom. So, I'll have you know though, he's now taken to water like a fish and he can swim very well. But he did he Busted his chin open. Had to go get. Uh, had to get it glued <laughs> together. One because he's trying to show off for girls. Is what it was.
2: <laughs> would I, would never believe that a teenage boy trying to show off. <laughs> well, for girls. he wasn't. He was like he was like a seven year old, six seven year old. Still hard to believe. <laughs> so, what does a typical swim meet look like? Like, how long of a day is that?
1: Well, it depends. Now, if it's just a high school dual meet, we're in and out in under two hours. Um, it, it's races tend to be fast there's not a lot of you know long distance stuff or anything so it's high school meets are are quick and competitive we actually get great crowds at our high school meets i mean for you know an olympic sport but you know the the blue crew comes um they're not stupid there's a lot of their friends that are females in bathing suits you know i'm sorry it's it's not that hard to understand (laughs) um you know so we get a decent fan base and it's loud and You know, it's it's not complicated. You you're trying to win. There's no weird rules. Well, there are, but they don't really come into play. But you know, you're just trying to win, and you're just trying to beat the kid next to you from the other team. And so, it's easy for people to enjoy. Um, You know, there's four competitive strokes in swimming. I don't know how much everybody knows, but and then the most fun is when we do relays. Um, High school has each high school meet has at least three sets of relays in it, and you know, relays are fun. You get to show off. You get to compete with your friends they almost always go faster when they're swimming on a relay
0: cool so you so you talked about those four strokes mm-hmm. backstroke
1: mm-hmm.
0: breaststroke mm-hmm. and i'm out butterfly butterfly, butterfly. 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 okay From and freestyle. freestyle and freestyle Normal so <laughs> out of those four what is your preference
1: well i was a butterflyer.
0: okay
1: um and freestyle um i to this day can barely do legal breaststroke like I have to think every single time I'm in the water, demonstrating that I'm doing it correctly, and same little rhymes that I teach the kids while yeah. I swim, so I don't do something completely weird looking. Um, every kid's different, you know. It just it's some kids literally they're born with their their feet turn out automatically. They get in and they do breaststroke kick without even trying from the very beginning. We we can spot them when they're six and work on that from the get go. Right. Um, Butterflies a little harder, but we're pretty good at that as a team. I think it's what, like I said, it's what I was best at. So it's probably what was easiest for me to coach. So we tend to do very well there.
0: Now, butterfly is that the event that Michael Phelps was really good at? Yes. Okay, I thought so.
1: And we don't have anyone that swims well, like no, that. well. There, no, there's <laughs> not many people <laughs> not, on not the planet. Not yet.
0: I was gonna say there's not many people on the planet that swim like that. No,
1: that, <laughs> that. was a that was an you know, exceptionally.
3: <laughs> but I but I, but but, right. but I but I thought that that's that that was the stroke that he was really yes. good at. So. In a winter sport, uh, you know, the only other sport really you're kind of, uh, you know, competing against, not even competing against, but at the same time with basketball. Yes. So to me, it's one of the better sports if somebody else is playing another sport. If they're playing soccer and then they play baseball, it's a sport that, hey, get into this because to me, it's the most physical fit athletes that you got in the high school.
1: It really is. Now, in our high school season, we don't get to practice en- enough Obviously, we don't have a pool, but we do get a ton of kids, soccer players, volleyball players, football players, yeah. who really just want to do something to condition. A lot of baseball kids love to swim because it, it it's such nice shoulder work yeah. without putting any pressure on that joint and building that muscle up around a pitching arm. We, gotcha. For a while back in the, I don't know, the mid-2010s, we had several pitchers in a row that swam cuz one young man did it had an exceptionally better season after a year of right. swim oh, so then all of a you. sudden it got real cool for the baseball baseball boys to swim and, and you know we don't we don't care if it's their second sport if they're not super dedicated we work around the play we work around middle school volleyball we work around just i mean i've had basketball players who girls and boys through the years who've wanted to swim at least a little yeah and we'll make it work you yeah. know we're not going to win a state championship right now. Um, we're all about giving kids a chance to try a new sport, learn something, good team spirit, good sportsmanship. You know, and just enjoy a different aspect of their high school career. So, I love when we get multi-sport athletes or kids that kind of stumble into it because their friends are doing it. Right, and they're like, "God, this is hard." <laughs> like, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> well,
0: because you, you know, a lot of people associate swimming with what you do in the pool in the summer. Right. And and they're like, oh, well, sure, I can do that. You just jump in and just go.
1: Well, or they've only seen Olympic swimming on TV, and those people make it look easy. Yeah. Right. You know, right. they're they're swimming at an incredible pace with beautiful strokes. And, right. well, that doesn't look bad. Well, no, that doesn't. But, <laughs> right. you know, you've missed the 46 hours a week they spend in, the, in practice. Right. But, no, I love it. I love when we get kids that are new to it and just want to try something else. I don't care if they're padding their resume. As long as they're well behaved and pleasant, we're we just like having them. It's it's a really nice atmosphere.
0: Right. So so you you had mentioned diving a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we see diving in the Olympics, and you know, you no
2: cannonballs though. No
0: cannonballs. It's you get more technical. You know. uh, So my first question is, how deep does the pool have to be that they dive into? Twelve feet. Twelve feet. Okay, and then so. The typical dive, they come up to the edge of the, the, the platform because it's not really
2: a board. It's not like a springboard, is it?
1: No, we use springboard in high school. Okay. A Just springboard a one meter, which is about three feet off the water. Is okay. it? Springboard, one meter dive. Before
2: you go any further, is okay. there a rule on how many bounces you can get? Yes. Okay. Well, well that's,
0: I was, I was going to get... So
2: like, <laughs> See? We're on the same
0: page. So, so, And it's because I'm completely ignorant when it comes to this. So you get... X number of bounces. Uh,
1: one. One bounce. Okay. So you... I mean, you do a you do an approach, which is somewhere between three and five steps, and culminates with a hurdle to a two foot landing at the end of the board. Okay. And then you go.
0: Do you have to do so many like somersaults in the air, or just straight in? Or
1: There's five categories of dives. Okay. Front, front dive or front flip. Back, easy enough. Mm-hmm. Inward, which is where you stand backwards on the board. And then dive in toward the board. Okay. That's the
2: one where you see the people hit their head on the board.
1: Occasionally, um, then reverses, which is what gainer people call gainers. Okay. Um, we had some boys this year who their gainers they called them houseboat style because that's where they learned how to do uh, it. Yeah. Um, that's a big hit with the rest of the state when we take those kids out in public, but. <laughs> Um, and then twisting dives is okay. your fifth category. So in a in a championship level high school meet, you have to do eleven dives. Okay, two from each category, and then in one category you get to do a, a third one. Right. Okay. And, and it's it's fun. High school diving is. You will literally have someone who is brand new to the sport, who may or may not do a cannonball by accident, going you know right after somebody who's literally a nationally ranked diver. Right. Northern Kentucky has a powerhouse of diving up there so they've got you know they every year cub cath has boys going to dive a d1 and so you know and they're nice kids and great divers and then i've got jake law and jacob Stilts who on any given day may or may not legally do 11 dives but right they're there right. <laughs> <laughs> um we took more divers to the state championships though than any other school in kentucky nice which is hilarious <laughs>
0: But. It's because we got that Olympic sized pool that they're practicing. <laughs> it's that. It's, it's the that. it's
2: the wonderful facility we have. No,
3: <laughs> as she said, it's because it's we've the got the Olympic sized cave run <laughs> cave up there, they're, they're, there. Running they're running boats boats are all up there. House I'm jumping style. I'm style. I'm you, houseboat jumping on top of the houseboat. If
1: you can throw a, a gainer off of a houseboat, you are golden. Right. And <laughs> apparently, a lot of my kids can. So well, there you
3: go. So, <laughs> so you said, you said. That uh, Calf and you know Northern Kentucky have a lot of people that go D one. What's the opportunity for your swimmers? Uh, do, have you had a lot of you know Have you had people looked at saying, "Hey, why don't oh, you yeah. come here and swim"?
1: We've had we've had some really good swimmers go on to swim in college. Um, three years ago, I guess we had Garrett Craycraft and Cameron Coffee, okay. both of who could have gone small D one, both ended up choosing D three just because it was a better fit for them all around. Sure. Um, and immediately went and made an impact. You know, Garrett was second in his conference, diving for transy, and Cameron Coffee swims for Birmingham Southern, and he scored in their conference, you know every year. So it's nice. been a great, great thing for him. Um, the coffee twins, the girls yes. are just finished their freshman year, and they went to Center and Birmingham Southern. Um, this year, I had two senior girls who could have probably, again done small D one, but they just decided, they weren't gonna swim anymore. They, they'd had their time. Alexis, Trent, and Kentley, Patrick, both excellent swimmers, but just you know, it's it's a lot. It's a, they're both real swimmers, not just high school. You know, to really be a competitive swimmer, you're you're training with the club team, sure. six days a week, eleven right. and a half months a year, and it's a it is a commitment and a family kind of commitment. But lifestyle. it's o-
3: there's obviously that opportunity out there. there you know, is. just like you said, D three. You know, there's there's numerous schools around here that that want those people to oh they come love assume, them. yeah um, right
1: I mean I have I, I think D3 is really probably the most underrated experience for kids because you can do everything you know that's what I always tell them if, if you're not going to the Olympics then go somewhere where you can really experience college you're you know D1 they own you you know, you, you are a yeah, swimmer right you are a student second you're an athlete if you're at a D3 school you get to do everything you can take a semester and go abroad you can be in a fraternity or sorority you can do any club or any activity and you know half the time at Transy if you're a swimmer and you decide you want to try to walk on the softball team they'll they'll find a spot for you you know you you just have a lot more chances to really embrace college and continue your sport
0: now is swimming much like you know uh, girls soccer and girls golf. For like, is there quite a bit of college monies out there where it's where it's not a where it's not a premier sport? You know, the, it's not the footballs, it's not the basketball.
1: Nobody's getting a full ride for swimming, right? You know, now for whatever reason, swimmers tend to be pretty smart. So I, I think because it is a it's a thinking sport, and you spend a lot of time just you and the black line. So it's right. a lot of pretty smart kids are swimmers. So they end up with some academic money, but. You know, there's, there's not a ton of money out there. Yeah. For swimmers.
0: So I mean, it it, it truly has to be something that you you have
1: to want you to want to, to keep do. going. And you know what? Some people just can't imagine quitting yet, and some are counting down the days till the final state championships in March of their senior year, and they are done.
3: You're right. still you're still in that very small percentage of being a NCAA athlete, a college athlete, right. yep. exactly. Right.
1: You know, it's it's a huge honor. I am. I've loved watching our kids go on to swim and dive. The the Transy coach is a really good friend of mine. And where we practice diving there, you know, we've been friends forever. And he loves to watch our kids practice and because some of them are pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) And then some of them are good. And, uh, you know, he, Whitley Jacobs, started diving this year for the Mm -hmm. first year and Mm -hmm. qualified for the state championships. And, I don't know, about her fifth practice of the year, the Transy coach looked at her and said, you have a spot on my team if you want it simply by her work ethic and how right. quickly she was improving. She was like, I don't think I want that. I was like, <laughs> I was like well, nobody's going to make you go, honey. Right, right. <laughs> Just take it as an honor. So, right.
2: <laughs> so one thing, when we have these coaches on, we always want to ask, like, are you on social media? What's your socials?
1: We are not on social media. I, we, we got to get
2: the swim team above water Well, here.
1: <laughs> I guess we need to. Um, now, Gators is on Facebook. Mount Sterling Gators is on is. Um, I think it might still be Mount Sterling Gators 2022, but um, they are on Facebook. The high school team is not. It's okay. <laughs> well, here's the deal. I'm, I can't, I'm not taking on anything else right now, and I can't trust some of my I kids know. to run it. <laughs> the problem with, no, th- I shouldn't say this, but because of Gators, I tend to know my athletes long before they get to high school. Um, right. The bulk of them I've known since they were little kids. So the familiarity is is high, and the need to think before they say things in front of me is never there anymore. And they wouldn't think twice about posting something they shouldn't. Um, so we just so, haven't gone there. Yeah, I mean, it,
3: a lot of the sports want to be on there just to pump them. Up. You know, it, I mean, you've got youth uh, baseball, basketball, whatnot. You know, there's but. You're the coach of the youth of the youth um, program here.
1: Well, I'm not anymore. I'm actually – I've stepped aside. I've got several of my former athletes oh, taking okay. the team over this summer. But you've so already got to come full I'm going to puppet master behind the scenes oh, probably. Yeah. But I am – I have finally raised up a crop that can, can run the show without me.
3: But with 150 showing up for, great, for Gators, it's kind of like we're pretty good.
1: Yeah, I don't – right. I mean, you we know. had 44 kids on the high school team last right. year. Which makes us one of the bigger sports yeah. at the high school.
2: I, 100%. I would have never guessed 44. Yeah. Right. What, you think there were like six of them? Well, I was thinking like 12, <laughs> yeah. honestly.
1: No. Well, we hit 50 last year. This year was a tad smaller. But um, it, Still, it's fun. It's right. cool. Right. And right. for most of them, there's very little pressure.
0: Well, and, you know, and anytime we can get more students involved
1: exactly. is
0: fantastic. So what's your biggest team that you've ever
2: put out was it
1: 50 i think we had 52 in 21 22.
0: that's amazing
1: wow i know i mean
2: so are you, do you do this by yourself no like, I,
1: no okay I have, I have an assistant at the high school and we have a diving coach
2: i was about to say one person with 52 <laughs> kids like that's got to be chaos <laughs>
1: it's chaos anyway <laughs> yeah. um this year we had 11 seniors so we'll gotcha. we'll drop down a little but we've got a nice crop of Rising seventh graders. And so. that
3: that leads into one of our last questions is, what are you looking for for the new season?
1: Oh, gosh. I don't know. Just that we keep having a great time. The kids get faster, have enjoy themselves. Yeah, I, I just want them to have every opportunity to compete, work hard. Of course, we want to beat GRC. Absolutely. We'd like to stay. Fifteen in- straight years.
2: <laughs> yeah. Going for it.
1: We are going for it. It'll be my 20th season coaching. Um half the other coaches in the region I used to coach in club swimming right. um, they call me Mrs. Neal sometimes and I have to remind them like you can't do that to yeah. me <laughs> no. this is a little upsetting <laughs> um, but no I, I just like to keep on rolling the way we are we've we've been very successful
2: so where can we find like when you all have mates where can we find the results is it on like KHSAA no, website or I, anything
1: no they don't care about swimming um
0: Julian Tackett, fix it. We are calling you out. We're calling for you, Julian.
1: They, they only care the week of the state meet, and then they get real uptight about everything. But 51 weeks a year, I don't think they know we have swim, um, which is fine with the rest of us. Right. <laughs> we are all more than capable of running our meets. Um, our, we usually um, We post some results on individual Facebooks, and then Austin Maples gets a lot of our stuff out on the um, Moco Athletics page. He's, he's really. I've noticed, yeah, He's really whether really it's
3: helpful. Mocha Athletics or whether it's the Twitter page or the Facebook page, right. there's a lot of stuff going out all the time, so yes. that's good.
1: Right. It takes a lot of the pressure off us, too, to not have to maintain our own socials and worry about that because Austin's got her back with all the great stuff he puts out.
2: So the reason why I was asking, because here on this podcast, we do an athlete of the week.
1: Oh, great. And we
2: like we like to choose, nor- sometimes a senior athlete, sometimes it's an underclassman. This week was Matthew uh, Rowlett from the baseball yeah. team mm-hmm. threw a perfect game. For, Super proud of him. I mean, he's one of sixteen kids in KHSAA history to that's throw wow. a complete game in seven game.
0: In a seven inning complete game.
2: Right. And perfect. He now has a zero point two nine ERA, which is number one in the state. That's nuts. He, that is crazy he, good. He is this week's Chemsoft Athlete of the Week.
1: I think that's legit
2: so we <laughs> we need to find a way to get a swimmer so well, we can right?
1: make sure that that I'll, the swimmers sure. is uh, yeah.
0: because obviously you have some athletes that are doing great things and we want to make sure that we can you know our little piece of the pie that we can we can influence we want to make sure if we can help get them recognition that may help them at the next or just make might might make them feel well just make them happy so uh, we want to make sure that we extend that to all, and all sports
2: if you can get a video of a houseboat gainer style <laughs> I mean I've got, I've got a
1: video that'll change your life but I probably ought to get permission from the kids before I share it <laughs> actually we have two this year we had two two in meat dives that were absolutely hilarious <laughs> so um at one point there's the best one there's video of this kid and this dive goes terribly wrong and you can see this very uptight parent from Oldham County sitting right in front of the mom who was videoing and this this dad just goes He's just mortified that this kid has done this, and I'm like, "It'll be all right." It's,
2: you know, it's, it's fine.
1: We're from MoCo. It's, it's fine.
2: It's we don't have a facility. Right, don't worry, don't he worry. was diving off his houseboat. Um,
1: no, we, we will always have some good video content if you need it.
0: Um,
2: I'd love you, to share
1: info, and I love that my athletes do other things. I have three, three swimmers that um, we're going to the state fishing tournament. So oh, yeah. um, Hagen Stilts and Sarah Kate Lansdale are right. both, both swim and dive athletes. And then Matthew – no, um, Will D'Ambroskas, sorry. Will D'Ambroskas, yes. who was the regional champ yeah. in fishing, is also a swimmer. So and very the, proud of our kids. And
0: the pink croc crew or whatever the they call crocs,
1: them. Pink crocs,
0: that's Hagen and SK. I, <laughs> well, and I saw old Norm was wearing a pair of pink crocs the other day in the picture, so –
1: if you want to see a dad with uh, wrapped around this little girl's finger, uh, Norman
0: Lansdale was that guy. And then
1: hagan has <laughs> got him by the other one. Those two girls got, He's not going to ever have a chance to do anything but captain those girls' boat. Well,
0: and <laughs> and, and he and he loves doing that. Yes. So. You ready? Ready. Well, we're ready. All right. Well, Laney, we want to thank you for joining us this week. Uh, great time getting to talk about swimming and learn about the swim and dive team and. <laughs> 19 years. I didn't realize we had a team for 19 years. I didn't realize it hurts me to say this because they signed my check. I didn't realize you'd beat GRC for 14 straight years. <laughs> um, you know, go for 15. That's what I can tell you.
1: Of course we will. <laughs> and, and gator sign-ups are going on right now. So if there is anybody oh, out sweet. there interested in swimming, the Mount Sterling Gators, you can register the Parks and Rec website or just go to the office.
2: When does it close?
1: <laughs> Loosely um, Memorial Day. But...
2: If okay, so we still have a lot. I'd make sure this podcast would drop before it <laughs> <Yeah>. closed.
1: <laughs> but even if they're still interested, tell them to go to the park and ask. Right. we don't tri- we don't like to run people off.
0: Well, so our plan with our coaches show is to have coaches come on periodically. So we hope this isn't the last time that you join us on show. And we look forward to the next time you come. Maybe you can bring maybe you can bring a swimmer or a diver with you. I'd love that. And we, uh, hopefully we can. they can be named Kim Sof Athlete of the Week even.
1: We'll get them one for sure.
0: <laughs> so, well, guys, there you have it for this week's edition of the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner presented by the From Corner to Corner podcast. If you haven't already, go out and give us a like on Facebook. Also, remember to help us promote our Coaches Corner show and our Athlete of the Week. Our community, our teams, our coaches, and our students, especially our students. They deserve that. We'll catch you next week. Stay safe, friends.
2: The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.